the volume. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has also a ton of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, the over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and even try out same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342, Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana, visit ksgamblinghelp.com, Kansas, 1-877-770. Stop Louisiana 18778-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text Hope New York 467-369. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789-1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia. All right, welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever. Alex Monaco chilling with Liv Moods. Thursday night football. Look at the outfit. Oh, in, come on. Of it's why it's white out Bengals Thursday and Liv's going all Hey, you know what you're in right now? You're in Raiders colors. I'm just saying. Oh, you're you're wearing Raiders black. Please get a grip, Monaco. I need, I'm begging you. Which we're talking at the end of the show, but we kick it off with Thursday night football. I'm excited to talk it out with you. I'm Yep. I flip-flopped on this. This line opened as a pick em. Now it's at three and a half. So a lot of line movement Crazy. from last weekend. But the Bengals are hosting on a short week and a banged-up week for the Dolphins. A 3-0 and Miami team, Liv, that's looked incredibly impressive and has definitely yep. outperformed the market. Where are you on this one and the spread? Um, To me, this is a game that Cincy needs and Miami doesn't. That's kind of where my brain is on a lot of this game. Uh, this is a tough one because I really liked Bengals all week long. And then I saw how much the public also liked Bengals. And I was like, eh, this is tough. I, what, what it boils down to for me on why I don't think that Miami's going to win this game outright is they're coming off of a hard fought win. It was emotional. It was exciting. They're on a short week. They're having to travel. Um, I just think there's a lot working in the Bengals' favor in this spot. We know that Tua is expected to play, but will he play the whole game? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he should play at all based off of what I saw on Sunday. It's not my call to make. 
I just think since he needs this game a whole lot more. And I think I am okay and comfortable with backing a QB like Joe Burrow in a spot where he knows that they need this win. This Bengals team cannot go one and three. It's just not an option. So I think that the Dolphins can cover, but I like the Bengals to win. So I that's where I'm at on the side of the game. I kind of threw together a little same-game parlay. Um, we can go back and forth on that. But in terms of the side, I'm on Bengals' money line in a parlay so that I get some better value on it. Uh, you're getting me fired up because I'm on the fish with the points, and you're you're wanting to join – the the Ace Ventura side here. The, the, I am so nervous with this Bengals offensive line. I, 12 sacks in the first two games. Now, I don't even know what to make of the Bengals yet. They beat the I Joe Flacco Jets. They're I know, going I against, don't either. They're literally going against the best team in the AFC right now. I, I really do believe that. They just beat the Bills. You can't call the Bills the best team if, if Miami just beat them and got outgained almost 2 to 1 in yards. That that game was an anomaly. The Bills had the ball the whole game. Miami had the ball less than 20 minutes and won the game. And I look at Boyer, this defensive coordinator for the Finns live and he loves drawing extra pass rushers. He does about a third of the time. Four sacks, their top 3 in pass rush win rate and the Bengals are 29th on the opposite of that. So if you're going off a deep, like pro football focused <laughs> I metrics, I can't listen anymore. It's awful. No, I know, but if you're going stress. deep into the weeds, you have to feel like the trenches here are advantage Miami. And you could say, yes, Miami's defense is gassed because of the amount of plays the Bills ran. They ran like ninety. The offense for Miami is so refreshed outside yeah. of this Tua injury. You yeah. could you could make the case. That what they did with Waddle and Tyreek, which what Baltimore's DBs ran for 2,400 yards or something insane like that week two, they're going to run all over the field against him. We've seen Tyreek call out Eli Apple. That, that matchup's personal. So, yes, the Bengals need this game, but Liv, they don't look good. You're Their right. defense does. Their defense does. Miami is like a bend but don't break defense. They're only giving up. 18, 19 points per game defensively. Still a serviceable defense. Two is top three in every single statistical category on offense. And they're not even running the ball. <laughs> Silence. You're, all right, you're, you're, on, you're on, you're on uh, Bengals' money line. Look, I, I, this is a game I do kind of want to middle because, to your point, the Bengals need it. They but do. New, they need but it. newsflash, though, the Bills are going to beat the Ravens uh, – not not to jump to my pick later, but the Ravens are going to lose this weekend. So if the Bengals lose, it's not going to be the the world's falling apart because Baltimore is going to drop to two and two. Yeah, I just think it's um, I don't know how you I don't know how you kind of recover from a season that where you start one and three. That just the, again, I know they do look troublesome. It, it freaks me out, but. I got to back the team that needs it more um, that that I do think the Bengals are going to carry over some of their momentum from last week, but it's going to be humble momentum. They know it was the Jets. They know it was Joe Flacco. They know that that win doesn't really carry much weight. Now the Dolphins, on the other hand, they're high on life right now. Sometimes that doesn't translate well in a game of football. Sometimes the high on life momentum 
almost does the reverse effect of, well, we got it. Like, this was not – a game that you think is an easy win is not. Listen, I'm going to be honest. Thursday night football is tough. It's tough. It's really tough to read. It's tough to bet. This is going to be a long, stressful night. And I think this morning when I woke up, I tweeted it. And I said, this is the most conflicted I've felt this season yet about a side. Like, normally, I, I just know what I like. Even if it's wrong, I'm very, like, persuaded to one side of the spectrum. I've jumped back and forth quite a bit here. So we're just going to go with Bengals' money line. Let me let me read you my same-game parlay. You can let Please. me know how you feel about it. You may Please. not like the Bengals' money line part, but I also have Tyreek Hill to get in the end zone. We've already heard him talking his trash. I think he's the guy tonight for Miami, in my opinion. I think Tua's feeding him all night long. Jamar Chase isn't any time touchdown scorer. I think this is a wide receiver game. I really do. I think both QBs are going to be using their arm a lot, which is why I also took alternate total points um, over 44 and a half. I brought it down just a little bit. Right now it's 48 and a half, and I just don't love – I don't feel comfortable with the 48. So I brought it down to 44 and a half. And then I've got Joe Burrow, 250-plus passing yards. He's averaging 270 despite his O-line. He's averaging 270 in the first three weeks. And Miami is actually giving up the second most pass yards to opposing QBs right now. So that's that's the same game parlay. How do you feel? Plus 1,024 odds. Holy cow. I love it. I'm concerned about the under. Um, or the over, I should say. You think I'm, the, oh, I'm on the un, I'm on the under. I Real quick on that, I just – I. The the fact that the primetime unders are eight and two right now through three weeks because we have the double Monday night header, so ten games, that's terrifying. The Very. Bengals, I mean, yeah, I don't want to go against the parlay. I love the parlay. I'm on Tyree Kill. I think he's scoring. I like Chase props as well. I, I, I like it all. I actually I may tail your parlay just held out the under. Ooh, I, the okay. Bengals have okay. the, the Bengals have only had one quarter with one over one score that's kind of terrifying like they they've gone against mediocre competition i mean good defenses but mediocre competition they've had six points three times zero points twice field goals three times they're not putting up a lot of points and they give up only 18 points a game so 21 and 18 is 37 is the, the combined number there. Primetime unders, 8 and 2. I mean, it, something will eventually pendulum the other way. But, I mean, these are short, week banged-up teams. I know. You're right. That it, it, it really is, you know, totals are very tricky. Very tricky, especially in primetime games. And so, I may be persuaded out of taking it out of the parlay, honestly. I mean, but I, 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 I really persuaded. like it, though. I really like it. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll consider that that over. I will. All right, let's you're not get the in. only one that's been concerned about it. So <laughs> I'm a look. At, I believe the public is on the over too. Uh, somehow, <sighs> so it's it's not fun to take an under. Look, no. it could be a shootout. I mean, we could be way wrong, and this could be a shootout. I think the wide receiver angle thought of yours is correct. I do think it's, I think it's, it's a prop heavy game. <sighs> I might have to just stick with my gut then, Monaco. Let's we'll go. See. <laughs> well, let, let's let's see where you're at on a little fade or follow here. Let's get into it. Uh, yeah. A couple of picks for Sunday. So my, my first pick, I'm loving the Bills minus three. We talked a little bit about it on Tuesday. It's the trend that hit over 60% last year. You take the team that didn't cover versus the team that did, and you, and you back the team that didn't cover the following week. But I'm getting minus three, and I don't trust the Ravens' D. 
I mean, I normally, I, I'm like hardwired to feel like this defense since the Ray Lewis Ed Reed days is a top 10 defense, just culture-wise. They give up the most yards. The Bills give up the least. They've given up the most passing yards, 353. The Bills are top two in pass D, and the Bills are a top two run defense. I, I'm looking at this game, and I'm saying outside of Lamar Jackson, where do the Ravens have an edge? Position-wise, matchup-wise, talent-wise. It's all Bills. The Bills are 6-1-1 and against the spread after a loss. The Ravens are 2-9 and against the spread after a win. If this is 3.5, I'm looking at it differently. Our, our, our pals on the favorites like the Ravens, I'm a little nervous. It's split on tickets, heavy money on the Ravens. So I'm essentially going against sharp money if I'm reading correctly. I just... The Ravens gave up 38 points to Miami live and 26 to the Pats who were averaging 12 the week prior. I can't do it. I don't trust their defense. You fading or following? This is a really hard one because everything you just said, I'm like, yep, yep. The, the, the one thing that this Ravens team has against the Bills is Lamar Jackson. That's it. But there is something churning in my gut that is telling me Lamar Jackson is going to have an MVP caliber game against the Bills. Don't do this to me. Uh, Monaco, it's a stay away game for me. But that little thing, that little feeling in my gut, I don't know what's up, but I have, I'm like picturing Sunday and picturing that matchup and Lamar Jackson is going stupid. He's going crazy and stupid. It's crazy how this game tonight directly affects Sunday because both these these are this is AFC's first AFC North both yep. both games. I I feel like if the Bills watch Miami go four and zero, they have to win on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you so, got for me? I'm gonna I'm gonna do fade you on that one, Monaco. But I have a feeling we'll, right. we'll agree here right. in a little bit. Um, for me. I, this is an interesting one, and I, I posted a video about it yesterday talking about, like, grabbing it at the value that it is right now. Um, I'm liking the Cardinals over the Panthers. I cannot back this Panthers team right now. Um, I'm really liking the Cardinals kind of in a bounce-back spot. I think Kyler Murray, was he was fighting really hard in the last game, and I think that I, I just – I'm having a hard time backing this Panthers team. I like the Cardinals in this spot. Um Right now, you can get the Cardinals on the money line at plus 100 odds. Christian McCaffrey has, quote, unquote, a thigh injury. Now we know he is a habitual on and off the injury list type of guy. So does that mean he's not going to play? Not necessarily. However, if you can get the car, if you like the Cardinals over the Panthers, you can get them right now at plus money. And that's before there's any news of Christian McCaffrey being in or out with or without Christian McCaffrey. I still like the Cardinals in this spot. If Christian McCaffrey is out, I think you'll start to see some of that value change for the Cardinals. So I grabbed him yesterday at plus 100 odds. I got to go Cardinals here. I like them in this spot. Um, and I don't like the Panthers in this spot. It's pretty simple. This one's not too, I'm not thinking overthinking it too much. I just like the Cardinals here. I, I just, I hate, I, I hate this game, Liv. I, why did you pick the, this game? Is I don't know. Disgusting. I'm looking to torture myself, I guess. I, I mean, I have watched Panther football for three straight weeks. I haven't covered once. I, I, I took them week Awful. one and two. I faded them week three. I hate the Panthers. Oh, I hate I, the you Panthers. should. You should. And, and I think they're going to win this game. I have to fade you. I'm sorry. I, this is a Arizona D that is so bad. And, 
a Panthers D that is so good. I, I just, that's how I look at this game. Baker will have a better chance to move the ball against Arizona's D as mediocre as he's been. Then K1's going to have, I mean, if D hops in this game, I look, James Conner hasn't broken 100 yards on the ground. We're through he three weeks. He will no, no, no. He has 90 yards in three weeks of football. He's going to go crazy. Total. Total. They, no, he's going I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in Arizona. I honestly, like, unless film study for Kyler becomes Madden and he can put in extra work in Madden to figure out this Carolina pasty, I can't do it. If this was in Arizona, I'd, I'd, I'd consider it. This is a funky game, Liv. I hate it. Is. I hate this game. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I have to. I have to go Panthers, and I, I feel. I feel gross. Yeah, it's it's a gross one. I'll have to take a shower afterwards for sure. <laughs> this one we're gonna we're gonna kumbaya on this because we I are think kumbayaing. Yes. This line, I it's way too much, and I know you're on the Eagles to win the East. It, it was a great pick. I think we're crowning Philly way too much. We're getting Jacksonville on the road at six and a half here. And everyone's talking about the Jaguars offense because Lawrence is off to a six TD, one INT start. They're top seven in points per game. Their defense is top four. They've given up under 13 points a game, and they have the number one run D at 55 yards per game in the NFL. They're also number one in picks. They have six interceptions. Let's just talk this out. The Eagles haven't scored. They haven't scored, Liv, in two out of three second halves of their games. So they blank on Monday night against Vikings and get lucky because Kirk couldn't move the ball. And they blank on Sunday in the second half against Washington, who they dominated in the first half, but that game was 24-0 and 24-8. So I look at this and I say, Two things. They're going against top 10 in both categories for the first time. We got the extra advantage of Dougie P, his former team. So you got the yeah. motivation. And I don't think, not to sound like I'm Mr. Sharp over here, I don't think the market in Vegas is caught up to the Jags yet. I think I the think Jags are arguably the best team in the AFC South. It's just such a turnaround from last year that's really all on Urban. That it's right. hard to wrap your this team's only scored 84 points through three weeks, three times ever. And the previous two, one was an AFC championship team, the other team was a playoff team. I don't think the Eagles, who've held their opponents to under 10 points and back to back, will do that again. I looked that up. They haven't done that since 1980, three years in a row. That's gonna come back regression wise. We gotta take the points here. I and mean, you're on it. So share yeah, more also why you said- love it, because I, I love it. Yeah, everything you said is 100%. I think that Vegas is underestimating this Jags team. I think a lot of people are. I'm kind of pissed because I took them in week one, and I was very confident that they could – what I'm seeing now from the Jags is what I was talking about for week one. They just took a little little bit of time to get there, which – whatever. I love the edge here of Doug Peterson facing his former team. I think that, you know – it's obviously not a make or break, but it's something to consider. Obviously, he has a lot to prove, and – he really has transformed this offense for this Jags team. But again, not just the offense. The defense also looks really great. I love what the Jags are doing right now. I think six and a half points is – I love that cover for them against an Eagles team that, like you said, hasn't really faced anyone entirely difficult yet. I think this will be their toughest their toughest game yet. And that being said, I think that they 
You know, when you're riding that undefeated feeling, just ask the Cardinals. When it's over, sometimes it hits you like a Mack truck. And I think that you got to remain humble. And I was actually talking to my mom about it. I was using the Bills game as, a, as an example. My mom was like, dang, that's really tough that they lost. I, I was hoping that they were going to keep, you know, just keep winning, winning, winning. And I was like, it's almost good to lose, especially early. You don't want to peak too soon. And I could see that happening with this Eagles team, you know, getting a little too comfortable, a little too excited, and then – Things happen. It's the NFL. So I like the Jags in this spot a lot. I think that they're going to go into this game um, hungry for a win, and they're going to be very, very competitive offensively. Their defense, I think, will slow down this Eagles offense more than we've seen yet. So, yeah, I love it. I, I love the Jags. I'm going to take the plus six and a half. Let's go. All right. I already know you're fading me on this one. But I am wearing necessary colors. I'm going dark with it i'm taking the owen three raiders in a minus two and a half joining the joe side on the public side fading one of the worst subway commercials i've ever seen in my life oh come on give him a break and i just honestly this is i think russell will he you think tom brady's having marriage problems what's going on in that house because Russell Wilson, since week 10 of last year, has now for the fourth time gone for no touchdowns. And that's only happened four times in 68 games before then. One every three outings, this man is not scoring. He's trolling at the beer pong table. This offense is inept. They can't figure it out right now. They're not going to fix it in six days. And we talked about it. You mentioned it. The more desperate team. It's, it's, it's the exact formula for tonight's matchup. If the Raiders start out 0-4, I mean, it's, it's going to be ugly. McDaniels is going to be on the couch, and it, it, it's going to be a complete blow-up situation there. But I looked at this uh, from a lot of different angles. The Raiders haven't started out games hot outside, of course, the 20-0 lead against the Cardinals, which they blew. So two of the three games, which is really stylistically what happened to them, they went down early. Well, I'm here to tell you the Broncos haven't had a lead at half. They've been down twice and they've been tied at half. So they don't start out games well. So if the Raiders don't have to play catch-up and they can actually hang in a normal game for once, then I like their chances here. They're averaging three touchdowns to two as far as points per game here. And this team has talent. They're not an 0-3 football team. Yeah, they last are. Thing, last thing I'll say. Last thing I'll they say. They are. They're 0 3. This, only, this is only the second time this century, I'm throwing out a lot of stats here, that a team has lost their first three by six points or fewer. This team is not getting blown out. They're losing close games. The last time six points or fewer has happened four weeks in a row is the 1950s with the Steelers. So that's not going to continue. They're not going to lose a close game again. I will take. A Raiders team win or literally blow it all up versus a Broncos team that is, I mean, I started almost reading the dictionary Sunday okay, night during that Let me game. just stop you right there, Monaco. You need to seek help. Seek evaluation because how many times have we been screwed by this Raiders team and you're betting on them I'm again? Back. I'm Are back. Are you trying to go insane here? They're like, not going to go 0-4, Liv. Monaco. It's like you don't watch on Sundays. Crazier things have happened. I, they're not getting blown out. 
this They're is a division of team. So you so uh, listen, I get it. Russell Wilson is not doing what he needs to do. Hackett's play calling is absolute garbage. But you're telling me that you're gonna back Derek in a divisional spot, you're gonna back Derek Carr and trust him more than Wilson. Let's ride. <laughs> you are don't let's put a side, let's put a gentleman bet on this. Let's put if a gentleman bet. I'll show I'll wear, I'll wear Broncos orange in September before Halloween. You wear I'm gonna send you a Jerry Rice jersey. And I will put it in the <laughs> chimenea outside and I'll roast marshmallows over it. Okay? Monaco, you are nuts. And don't text me Sunday, emo and in your feelings if the Raiders screw you for a third time. If you can't learn your lesson after two times, well, then I, you'll get what's coming to you. I mean, I'm fading you. Fade, fade, fade. I'm not touching the game. It's too emotional. But I, I will not back the Raiders. All right. No. What do you got? What do you got last pick for us? Steelers minus three. I'm going to keep it really short and sweet. Mike Tomlin, despite what we saw in thir on Thursday night, is a very strong competitor. Um does well against the spread after a loss. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I, I'm liking this Steelers team. I'm liking Mike Tomlin in this spot. It's it's kind of a, I don't want to say it's a must-win situation. I don't want to say that they need to win and they need to cover, but kind of. Um, that's kind of how I feel about it. I think they need it a little bit more. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Steelers here with the cover minus three. I love it. I'm I'm definitely Woo. definitely tailing. I, I think it's a great bet. I mean, Zach Wilson's back, so I'm a, you know that's a little that's the only uncertainty I have is does he come back looking great? I don't think he will. I, I mean, I think he's gonna need. I'm not saying he's not gonna have a great season when he is like. I don't expect him to be woo right off the bat. I mean, I just don't. Yeah, no, I love the steel. Extra prep too uh, off a off a rough Thursday night L. So yeah, ten days Oof. of prep for the Jets, and then there's no hook. We got to take the Steelers. I, I love it. I agree. Um, last pick, real quick. If you had to go either or, of course, we send our thoughts and prayers to Florida. This game in Tampa is likely not going to happen in Tampa with the Chiefs coming to town. So I think it's going to Minnesota. Right now, the Bucks are plus one and a half on Fanduel. We've seen them up to two and a half. If you had to pick a side on this one, and it was at a neutral college football bowl game status, if you will, <laughs> how, how do you how do you see this one? Both teams off an L. Uh, I'm gonna back Brady here. I think the yeah. public is loving the Chiefs, and um, I think we're forgetting who the f Tom Brady is. So I'm gonna if I had to pick. I got to back Brady here. Public loves the Chiefs. Brady is still that guy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm on the pirate ship this weekend yeah. if I have to choose. <laughs> Ooh, let's go. Raiders. Oh it's a God. Raiders and Bucks weekend. Not Raiders. Not that pirate ship. That pirate ship is losing in the ship war for sure.